I am a big proponent for smart growth here in Winterville. to a special election episode of the Little Decisions podcast. This is the first of a two-part series which is focused on the Winterville, Georgia City Council race. This special election will be held Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. I have reached out to all of the candidates running and two have graciously agreed to be interviewed for this podcast. Today's candidate is Melissa Metzger. I present to you my full interview with candidate for Winterville, Georgia City Council, Melissa Metzger. Can I have you say your name and what you're running for? Well, thanks for having me on your podcast. This is great. I am Melissa Metzger, and I'm running for the Winterville City Council, um, specifically for the special election that's on November 2nd. Oh, that's only, that's that's pretty close. I, I know. I agree. It's been yeah. a crazy few weeks, but it is. It's coming up pretty quick. Well, what drew you to public service? Well, I've, I've been a, what I would call a public servant for most of my career, so I was a teacher, I've been a student athletic coach, I worked in K-12, then I moved to director of academic technology in higher ed, but really throughout my career, there was, I was always really community-minded and engaged, Um, so K-12, I was, can't even tell you how many initiatives, you know, you work on when you're in the public school system, Um, I've worked on diversity, equity, inclusion committees, um, but most recently, I volunteered as a board member for the Winterville DDA, which is the Downtown Development Authority. I I guess I would say I'm not sure what exactly drew me in initially to public service, but it's very much a part of of who I am now. That almost seems like it's just naturally a part of you then. I think so. You know, when I started off in education, I I felt like I'd really found my calling and then I got to adult training and I really felt like I'd found my calling again. Um, So this is sort of an extension of that. I really feel like it's something that comes um, to me and I I enjoy being involved. You know, I always find myself, you know, I'm that person who raises their hand to help out whenever someone needs something. Um, So yeah, I think, I think it does, it comes, I don't, I don't want to say it comes easily, but it's definitely something that I really enjoy being a part of. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Great. Well, thank you. What about your platform? Do you believe the voters should know? That's a great question. I am a big proponent for smart growth here in Winterville. So I've worked on the board of directors for the DDA for a little over a year now, and we've placed a lot of focus on economic development in Winterville's commercial district. And we're actually supported by the Georgia Municipal Association. We're a pilot program to sort of improve commerce, job opportunities in our city. When I say smart growth, what I'm really meaning is that we're proactive in our approach to growth. We all know, folks that live here in Winterville, that growth is coming, development's coming. And so my goal and part of my main tenet of my platform is to stay focused and be prepared for that. So as part of the DDA, we've, um, we've had surveys when we're reaching out to the communities, trying to find out what folks are looking for, what type of businesses they want to see, 
what type of businesses they are they think are less desirable, um, and then aligning that input that we're getting currently with the input that the city has from their comprehensive plan over the past few years, and then finding opportunities to either refine our codes, our ordinances, and then get that truly proactive approach. So we're ready when the businesses come, right? So Winterville is smart in that we're being proactive and preparing ourselves for what we know is on the horizon rather than just reacting to it when it when it presents itself. Well, and that's, you're right, that's brilliant. Well, and I think that also means that Winterville can keep its integrity of being that front porch community, right? Absolutely. Which I know is important. What else about your platform? Is there anything else that you think that is kind of an important focus that you have? Well, I actually agree with the point that you just made because I, you know, and part of what brought us here is that unique character that is uniquely Winterville, right? Um, we're a small town, and but there's there's more to us than just being um, a sleepy little neighborhood next to Athens. <clears throat> Excuse me, you know, really preserving what makes us unique, but then also building upon that is is something that's another. Um, real interest of mine. And then I would also say just really just trying to be accountable because we are so small as a, as a city, just making sure that I'm available to the citizens. You know, they're, they're my neighbors. Some of them, most of them live, you know, within a couple minute walk of my house. So just making sure that I'm available for the citizens of Winterville to be able to hear them and represent them. Well, and I think that is key. I think that's one thing I really appreciate that Winterville has been doing this past year. I talked to David Matthews Morgan about this recently, and there's so much transparency going on, which I think is key because I think that's also part of that proactive approach, which is, you know, hey, we know that these meetings may not have like a lot of things to draw people in right now, but they will soon enough. You know, I know that Winterville recently recently just passed that ordinance to sell alcohol on Sundays, right? That's pretty recent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so those- yeah, we just got our alcohol and beer. And, and with that, that's, that's a perfect, you know, segue for this, because really that's what's, what's going to be bringing business here. We know that it's coming, you know, people want to be here now more than ever. They have a whole different reason. And then also that benefits our citizenry that we're going to, those taxes will stay in Winterville. So yeah. it's really a win-win for us if, if we can get ahead of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and I think I think Winterville is uh, prized to expand a little bit, but to do it in its own unique way. Um, you know, and with the Firefly Trail, that's just bringing, I mean, I was, uh, I did a, a podcast episode where they expect, you know, 3 million people to walk that trail, that, that are portion of the, that are portion of the trail. And so that's just impressive right there. Crazy, right. Yeah, I mean, that's, I can't remember how many that equaled per day, but it was a lot. You know, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's cool. What does Winterville mean to you? Well, Winterville is, it's a little haven. It's a not so, well, it's a little not so hidden gem, right? I think if you're from this part of the state, you've heard of it. I generally refer to friends out of state. We're near Athens because they won't know who we are. Um, but it won't be that way for much longer, I think. It's my chosen city. And I, emphasizing the chosen. I, I wasn't born or raised here. In fact, I'm originally from Florida and spent a lot of my youth in Snow Mountain and Snellville. And then with older parents, they were ready to retire. So we moved back to Florida. So, you know, high school all the way through grad school has been in Florida. But my husband, when we realized that Florida wasn't going to be our forever home, we, um, and we work online, so we can be anywhere. We went all through the Southeast and, and looked at different cities and real estate everywhere. Um, but when we came here, we both just realized it was the right fit. You know, we aren't location bound. 
we don't need to be here for family or for jobs. Um, and we can quite literally live anywhere as long as there's a high, high speed internet connection. But we chose to call Winterville home. And I think it's a lot of the reasons that we've already just mentioned, why people love to live here, the sense of community that's here, the historic character that's here. It means to me that we finally found a place that we, we can choose to be in for our own reasons. Well, and I love what you just brought up about that historic character. I've never quite heard it put that way, but that is perfect. That really represents kind of what Winterville has. It almost, you know, I know it gets likened to Mayberry a lot. There was just recently a cat that the fire department had to pull out of a tree. Yes, so yes. I, I love that that happens still, you know, <laughs> I love that. But it has an eye on the past and an eye on the future. And that is something that I think you're right, is very unique. And so I'm glad you're a part of that. I appreciate that. And I think it's it's good too, just to be able to be, I mean, I think people that are here have a lot of historical knowledge of, of what, where it has gone and also where they think it's going. Um, but we do have a lot of folks here from other places and the same kind of reasons why they're here, you know, what I don't want to see here. You know, I, I would hate for this to be a, a Snellville. I've seen how that's grown up over the past 30 years. And you know, I, I lived in Tampa and other big cities and it's just so unique. So it, it's worth protecting um, and being ready for the things that are coming so we can make sure that it fits in the sense of community that we all see here. Yeah. Well, it's a, you know, it's, it's taking what's good about modern approaches while also considering the historical past of Winterville, it sounds like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And that's key. Yeah. And that's unique to Winterville. Absolutely. I think that's why when I had decided to have my, I wanted my podcast to have a home and I knew, I always knew Athens was going to be a part of that, but I didn't realize Winterville was going to be a part of that until I went to the Marigold market. And I just, it was just oh. to see a community and to see a park, just, I've never seen such community engagement in such a unique and kind way. And I just knew then that that's where my podcast could be. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. The Marigold Market has been an amazing addition to this community. It has. Absolutely. It has. Um, all right. So good. So um, can you describe Winterville to someone who has maybe never been here before? Well, I've had to do that quite a few times because okay. I don't have family here. So anytime someone visits or I talk to them, I would say... Winterville is quaint. It's historic. It's got a really strong sense of community. And it's really full of its own unique character. Um, you know, we have tree-lined streets and, you know, historic homes, but it's also very walkable. Um, increasingly now with the Firefly Trail, walkable, bikeable. Um, and it's connected through all sorts of different community opportunities, whether it's the concert series or our auditorium or the community garden or the Marigold uh, market. It's a city where you can and you will know your neighbors. You can feel safe to walk on, in the evenings and there's lots of reasons to get involved here and lots of opportunities to get involved. Yeah. No, I think you're, I think you're right. Well, I think that a lot of people who are in Winterville feel that sense of purpose that you're kind of talking about. And I really, I love that. Why do you think there is so much kindness and public service kind of intertwined together in Winterville and Athens? That is a really good question. This area is, and I, I'll include Athens in this, Winterville and Athens, is really full of, I mentioned the word character before. I think that's accurate. Diversity, character, communities that really value inclusivity and outreach and that 
I think itself lends to involvement in service among citizens. You know, this little part of Georgia is special. And I believe that that draws people here. And I speak from experience there. I believe that helps keep people here. But Winterville in particular is unique. You know, for a city, we just have just over 1,200 people. It's a highly engaged citizenry for, for the number of folks that we have. Um, if you look at the voting records, you know, you, you might be over underwhelmed, but if you realize that we only have 1,200 people here, it's actually pretty good. Um, but there's always something for everyone to do. You know, you, you kind of made mention that there's, there's a place to find yourself here. You know, if you're into the Arts Council or there's advisory committees, there's the DDA, there's, you know, Heritage Foundation, there's our community center, our auditorium, the market. Um, and now with the Firefly Trail, you know, you can go out any night of the week and you're going to see your neighbors, you're going to chat with your neighbors. And that sense of community and connecting with people who, who share that same desire to be right here, right now, I think it really lends itself to um, common goals and service and, and connection like, like kindness. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and I think that's why my podcast is about kindness, connection, and community, because all those things really tie together. Um, you know, and I didn't realize that until I started this process and I really, it, it started at the Marigold Market with Winterville. Um, you know, that was the first place I kind of saw it was at Pittard Park. Um, and I, you know, realized that that's what the podcast was going to be about. It wasn't just about kindness. What is your favorite guilty pleasure? I would say that that is reading. I, I used to read quite a bit in my younger years. And then once I, um, was working full-time and then, you know, grad school takes it out of you. And so I really felt like I didn't have a lot of downtime to, to read, but in the past year, well, the past year or so, I've actually regained a love of reading, but this year so far, I've read about 400 books. Oh, wow. Um, so all types of genres, like novels, historic fiction, horror, a lot of sci-fi. Um, but I've also read, you know, books from discipline, you know, I'm, I'm from e-learning discipline or education discipline. And, and then I just recently actually was reading a book from Brene Brown, which I hadn't ever read her before. So it kind of runs the gamut of different kinds, but um, I do a lot of reading <laughs> now. Oh, that's so awesome. I actually, reading is my guilty pleasure too. So <laughs> really, yeah, I love it. So you get it. You get it. Oh yeah, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I've not read 400 books this year though. That's impressive. Um, I read, I'm closer, I'm probably closer to 60. Yeah, probably 60. But with the podcast, yeah. I don't get to read as much because I'm having to do research constantly. So yep. So you're still reading, just maybe not books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm yep. reading a lot. It's definitely a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is something cool that the voters might not know about you? When I'm not reading, we do a lot of home renovation. So uh, my husband and I have renovated several homes over the past few years, top to bottom. We actually started back in um, 2004 and um, we fixed up and flipped many homes since then. And I've actually, I, I have a background in, in design, my undergrads in art, but I have a background in design. So I actually um, serve as a design and renovation consultant for other folks as well. So right now we're working on renovating our home in Winterville. We live on Church Street. And when we got it, it had been on the market for about a year. And it was because although it has good bones, it needed a lot of help. So the past 18 months, we've been completely restoring our home top to bottom. And in fact, this week, all of our floors, we're redoing all of our floors. So um, it's a great little house. It's been added on to several times, but um, this one, I don't think we're gonna, we're gonna not gonna flip this one. We're gonna keep this one. <laughs> we're gonna stay here. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, well, and that's fun to like invest time and energy into your home to kind of make it uniquely yours. Absolutely. And this is one of the first um, historic homes that we've renovated. Um, so it's a lot about restoration. You know, a lot of the other homes, we really focus on renovation. So this is a balance between restoration and renov renovation. So it's an interesting challenge for us. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it just sounds very Wintervillian. So <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It is. <laughs> it's good. What does kindness actually mean to you? I don't really have a, a straight definition, but I, I will just, I'll talk myself through this. So I would say it's a genuine giving of, of oneself to um, improve a cause or a community or even a person. Um, and it can manifest itself um, as just caring about people or being friendly or charitable or just available to help, to help. Um, and I would also say in general, I would say being kind is um, selfless. So you're not really looking for something in return as opposed to, you know, other things like you're really doing it out of the goodness of your heart, you know, just to be involved and help versus looking for some sort of recognition. No, I think that's a perfect definition of it. And I always ask people because I think kindness is more than just a word. I, I know a lot of people that we, we want to live by that in some ways. And so I always ask people to define it because I'm always curious how it impacts their lives. So thank you for that. I love that answer. It's not an easy question. So <laughs> it's, that's not, that's not, that's, that's a great one because I think it's something that we all think about and say, but to really put that into words is, is a little bit different. It makes you think about it differently. My last question for you, how can the voters reach out to you, support you, follow you? Absolutely. Great question. So um, we are on, on social media, the campaign's on social media. So it's forward slash Metzger for Winterville, F-O-R for, and then the website is metzgerforwinterville.com. And then the email is metzgerforwinterville at gmail.com. Um, the website's a great place to go because if you'd like to get a sign or a sticker or help us canvas and go out, we're knocking on doors for the next few weeks. We've been out in the community handing out signs and, um, and door hangers and those kinds of things. Um, so if you'd like to get involved, we would love to have um, folks come out and canvas with us um, and get involved. It's really important to just get people out to the polls. We have some other important things like the East Bloss that'll be on the ballot on November 2nd. Just getting people out to vote is really important to us. Um, hopefully I can get folks to support my candidacy, but it's also really just important to get people out to the polls. Thank you so much for listening today. I'll be back this Thursday with our regularly scheduled episode and then back again next Tuesday for part two of this series. That will be my interview with candidate Bruce Johnson. As always, pineapple with care. <laughs>